With Bob's World, I'm Bob Welch. In New York City, there's a movement afoot to restore a few train stations which have slid into disrepair, a few of which you may have gone past at a high rate of speed and not even been aware. More in a minute. I look at several newspapers each morning. It was in the New York Times Sunday real estate section where I stumbled upon a story of an effort to restore some train stations in the Bronx that I never knew existed but were right above me in the many years I've traveled to New York City from Vermont on Amtrak. They belonged to the New York, New Haven, and Hartford Railroad, were built in 1908 to designs by Cass Gilbert, were shuttered in 1937, and only three of the stations survive with their roofs intact, a fourth lies in ruins in the woods surrounded by Pelham Bay Park. But after decades of neglect, two stations in the South Bronx are now the subjects of an ambitious effort to bring them back to life. One is envisioned as a for-profit events venue and the other as a combined community space and grand entrance to a city park. While the projects are very different, both aim to polish up an antique architectural gem to bring renewed vigor to a geographically strategic site in a section of the South Bronx that has seen better days. I'll take you back to 1904 now. The New York, New Haven, and Hartford Railroad initiated a major upgrade of its Harlem River branch from its Harlem River terminal in the South Bronx up to New Rochelle in Westchester County. The line was expanded from two tracks to six and 13 architecturally distinguished stations were planned. Wayne Drummond, a former president of the New Haven Railroad Historical and Technical Association, tells the Times, under J.P. Morgan, everything was grandly built to show off the company's power. But not all the grand structures were built. In places where landfill had not sufficiently settled to support a major building, more commonplace train stations were put up. In the Bronx, the surviving Grand Stations were designed by Cass Gilbert, who had come to prominence by winning the 1899 design competition for what is now known as the Alexander Hamilton U.S. Custom House. The Bartow Station, where travelers once transferred to a monorail to continue their trip to City Island, was a low-slung building of rough stone whose eaves were supported by heavy timber, the station's rustic materials befitting a woodsy setting. The Morris Park Station, formerly used by a gun club and now vacant, has been crudely painted to resemble a giant American flag, but it originally looked like something of an elite masonry barn, perhaps an allusion to the nearby Morris Park race course. Its broad, segmentally arched windows and doors trimmed with colorful terracotta bands that also ran under its eaves. If you've ever entered New York's Penn Station from New England on Amtrak, you've gone by these two Gilbert stations, but you haven't known it, because they're above you. The two Gilbert stations I'm talking about, currently proposed for rehab, sit on bridges straddling sunken Amtrak rails at Westchester Avenue and Hunts Point Avenue. They were also vividly accented with colorful terracotta. In both cases, the material was produced by the Atlantic Terracotta Company, of note because they later provided the ornament for the Woolworth Building in Manhattan. There's much more on this story in the real estate section of Sunday's New York Times and on their website. Bob's World for Tuesday, February 1st, 2022. I'm Bob Welch. Make it a great day.